Hello, lovely, smiling English learners. Today we have an action-packed episode. We will go around the world speaking to friends about their lockdown experiences in Italy, the USA, China. We'll see how people have kept busy during lockdown. This follows the last episode on the COVID-19 story. New vocabulary you'll learn today includes hoarding, authorities, sane, memorable, infect, spread, panic buying, and lockdown. Please subscribe if you like this style of your necessary listening practice and hit the bell so you do not miss these video podcasts every two weeks. As the virus spread, many countries went into lockdown. Lockdown is when the authorities, so the government and the police, they force people, they make people stay indoors. You could only leave the house for groceries, for food shopping, for the pharmacy and other essential services, such as the petrol station, or as Americans call it, gas station, uh, hospitals and the military. Before we chat to my friends, I'll share my lockdown experience. A memorable moment for me. Memorable is an adjective for a special or powerful moment that you'll always remember. An unforgettable moment. A memorable moment for me was when COVID-19 first came to Vietnam. Right now, I live in Vietnam. I remember I was out at a rock concert with my friends. Suddenly, everyone was checking their phones frantically because of the, the big news. Everyone was saying, Corona is in Hanoi. Corona is in Hanoi. This was early March. Vietnam was actually unaffected, was untouched by the virus for a long time, considering we share a 1,444-kilometer long border with China. But on that day, a local Hanoian girl had visited fashion shows in London, in Paris, got infected, so got sick with the virus, and then flew back to Hanoi, and then infected a few other people, including a cab driver and her aunt. After that, a couple of other people, infected people, flew in to Hanoi. Then the virus spread, spread, a verb meaning it transferred, it passed from person to person, and this virus can spread quickly. It's uh, very contagious. One hour after that news, I walked out of the rock concert to the convenience store about midnight, and lots of people were there already, panic buying. I saw everybody panic buying, buying many, many boxes of food to survive, and it made me panic a bit. I thought, oh my God, what's happening? In that moment, I bought 
got lots of ramen noodles, many ramen noodles to, in my opinion at the time, to survive the apocalypse, to survive the end of the world. Now, it was not my proudest moment. I'm a bit ashamed. <laughs> the next day, I went to the supermarket and there was hoarding happening. Hoarding is the verb and noun for when people buy, buy, buy much more than they need. And the shelves and supermarkets are left empty. That day, there was hoarding, hoarding all over the country. Here, in Danang, in Ho Chi Minh City. That happened for about two days. And then people relaxed a bit. The rhythm and speed of panic buying and hoarding slowed down as people adjusted, as they got used to the new reality and realized that the supermarkets would stay open and there would be food for, for everyone. Shortly after that day, there was a citywide lockdown for 15 days in Hanoi. Overall, the authorities, authorities meaning the people who make decisions and control the population, such as the police, the government, the military, the authorities and the local population here acted quickly. Everyone wore masks. The international border with China was closed very early on. If a person was infected, the authorities would, would trace, would find everyone that person came into contact with, would test them and send them to quarantine. Also, if a person was in contact with someone who was in contact with a COVID-19 infection, they would have to do self-imposed quarantine, staying at home and not leaving the house for two weeks. As a result, there has so far been only 328 corona infections in Vietnam in a country of 95 million. And no new domestic cases where the corona gets passed from person to person in the country. No new domestic cases for six weeks so far. Also, they even had a catchy song, a tune which had worldwide success to remind people of the COVID-19 safety precautions. Vietnam has been recognized as a COVID-19 fighting success in the international media. Actually, a policeman came to my house trying to quarantine me. But the landlady proved that I had been in the country for over two weeks. So the policeman went away. I had been in the UK a month previous. Of course, we never know what the future holds, but things are okay in Vietnam right now. So as I was saying, for me, the most memorable moment was the night COVID-19 first came here 
and people panicked and hoarded and went a little bit crazy for a few days. But how were other parts of the world? About two billion people, about a third of the whole world's population were in lockdown. So I asked my friends to send me videos sharing their lockdown or quarantine experiences in the USA, Italy and China, all epicenters of the virus, places with many thousands of infections at different times. Let's start with the Big Apple. Do you know what the Big Apple is? The Big Apple is New York City. So over to my dear friend, Megan. I'm Megan and I'm from the US. Coronavirus has been pretty interesting for me. I feel very lucky that I have my job and my health and my friends and my family are safe. But my life has been really different and it's been pretty stressful. The worst thing that happened was last month, my mom was sick with coronavirus for 10 days and I was really worried for her. But thankfully, she's okay and now everyone I know is healthy. It has been pretty complicated in the US. Some people like the rules and the laws because they keep us safe and they save lives. Other people think freedom is so important to America and they don't like being told what to do. For example, when we go out, it's mandatory to wear a mask. We have to do it. Some people are angry because they don't like being told what to do. Another example is with the economy. Many businesses are closed, so a lot of people lost their jobs and a lot of businesses are losing money. Some people think it's a good idea businesses are closed because people can't be together. We have to socially distance in order to stay safe. But other people are angry because they aren't making money and the economy is suffering. In order to help, President Trump and the US government wrote a $1,200 check to every American citizen to help people who are struggling financially and to help with the economy. So I'm grateful to have some extra money, even though I didn't lose my job. So I'm pretty lucky. Worried about Americans' mental health because of coronavirus. No one can see their friends. They can't go to restaurants, see their families, see concerts. Um, spend time doing activities they enjoy. And it can be really bad for your mental health. Also, every school is closed, so students can't see their friends. Parents have become teachers. There are so many things happening that are really stressful. And I hope everyone is able to take care of themselves mentally and physically. But I feel hopeful that we will learn so many things about American society from this virus and in the future we can be happier and healthier because we learned so many things. Thank you for listening. Bye. Okay, next, let's go to the home 
of opera and pizza to Italy. They had a 10-week lockdown. I have many friends there. People would do what they could to stay sane. Sane, adjective, meaning balanced and calm. The opposite of crazy, sane. To stay sane indoors, people would sing, play instruments and socialize on their balconies. My friend learned to dance the salsa with his dog. Here's a quick clip if you're watching the video. Okay, over to my dear friend James in Italy. Hello, my name is James. Um, I'm an Englishman and I'm currently living in the south of Italy, close to the city Barry. If I were to describe my lockdown experience in one word, it would be emotional. At first, people in general were curious and almost enjoyed this moment of strangeness. Citizens organised DJ parties, the national anthem would echo across the town, and people hung the Italian national flag from their balconies. People took to drawing rainbows, an idea that was originated in Italy, with the phrase Andra tutto bene, which translates into everything will be okay. However, this positivity soon stopped. By the peak of the pandemic, most people were scared. In Bergamo, a city in the north, the army was called in to manage the bodies of the dead as the local authorities could not cope. Seeing those images of truck after truck transporting the bodies and knowing that any city could be in a similar condition very easily was terrifying. So terrifying that I decided to stop watching the news every night as, when I did, the situation reported became more and more hopeless. I just focused on local news updates and watched the national news when needed to. I am of the opinion that the Italian government has done an exceptional job when it is taken into account that Italy was the first European country affected and that to a large extent not much was known about COVID-19 when it first arrived in Italy. National and local politicians have, by and large, been flexible and have changed their minds in light of new information or when it has been needed to do so, a quality which is not common among politicians. As well as this, the police have been strict but fair and for the most part people have been respectful and have understood the importance of the new rules. Of course, I'm not saying that things have been perfect in Italy and humans will always be humans and so prone to mistakes. But overall, I am happy with how things have been dealt with so far. In terms of the future, I really don't have an idea about what will happen. There are so many things I wish would happen, but they may just be dreams. The only thing I am sure of is this. For the moment, this story has not finished. Okay, now to my bro in China, Mike. He's from Louisiana in the deep south of the USA. 
so you can enjoy that beautiful and unique accent of his. Hello all, my name is Michael and I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana, from America, and I currently live in Chengdu, Sichuan province, China. Um, I've been here for about six and a half years. Uh, for this particular uh, coronavirus episode, um, I went to Indonesia January 15th. I stayed there until February 15th. So whenever I started coming back to Bali, um, quite a few people were wearing masks. I didn't see a lot of it, though, in, uh, in Indonesia. But in the airport in Bali, I saw a few. They didn't check our temperature or anything like that. Then we flew to Malaysia, and we did uh, have our temperatures checked. Once we were trying to board the plane to go to China, they checked our temperature. Oh, they wrote down everyone's temperature on their ticket. Um, whenever I arrived in Chengdu at the airport, uh, I was able to get a taxi. And whenever I arrived at my apartment complex, it's about 16 buildings, um, 34 floors high. We had to show them our passport, our tickets, and they gave us a pass. So we had to sit in home for 14 days. We weren't allowed to leave. And they told us that they were going to come and bring us our food up, but that, that didn't actually work out. So we had to order everything online and go pick it up at the front gate. Um, so that's the only times we got out, was letting the dogs out of the bathroom at like midnight and uh, going and picking up something at the front gate um, for about two weeks or so. Then our passes were good, but they would only allow one person out every, uh, every day. But both of us couldn't go out. But luckily, I'm also a martial arts instructor. I'm a brown belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and I have a second apartment in this complex where I teach jiu-jitsu. So um, I was able to get a second pass, so it wasn't that much of an issue. Yeah, as the lockdown started to end a little bit, eventually we got to move around a little bit easier. But still, anytime you go to the subway, anytime you go to the, uh, the big mall, you always have your temperature checked and stuff like that. Um, and before the lockdown officially ended, we still had our, we had our temperature checked every time for our apartment. Yeah. Wild experience. Wild experience. All right, all I'm Mike from Louisiana. Thank you very much. Bye. Okay. Thank you to all the guests. Oh yeah. Please subscribe. Please share with your friends and like, comment, interact with the channel because it helps the channel grow and it helps me. Listen to this as many times as you can until you go insane. The opposite of sane. Insane. Okay, the more you listen, the more language you will absorb, the more language you will take in. You can also listen to the podcast version on Spotify, CastBox, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all major podcast apps. And finally, please look after yourselves. And it's been a pleasure as always. See ya.